2: Hi, welcome to the Tuesday Show. Before you skip ahead of what I'm about to say, check this out. You can now subscribe to our Patreon page for free. Now, to be clear, if you follow our Patreon page for free, you won't get any of the bonus shows like the Shadow Docket or the After Party. But you'll definitely get email alerts when there's a new free show. And you'll be able to comment under the free episodes. But if you'd like to follow along with our daily coverage, it's better to subscribe for just $5 per month on the Patreon page. You're going to get access to the exclusive Shadow Docket shows twice per week featuring uncensored commercial-free talk about everything that didn't fit into the free show. Plus, you're going to get access to the Patreon app and the chat room, which is really hopping right now. And you'll be supporting this fully independent podcast as we guide you through the chaos of our politics. So get going. Again, that's bobseskashow.com or patreon.com slash And now let the cartoons begin.
3: The Bob Seska Show. Bob Seska. It appears Seska has been genetically altered. The
0: Bob
2: Seska Show. From our nation's capital, it is Tuesday, October 24, 2023, and this is the Bob Seska Show on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. Hello there, my name is Bob. Hello, Bob. Hi. Day 1007 of the Biden-Harris administration, 377 days until the 24th presidential election. You can find me on threads and Instagram, the Bob Seska. That's my handle. Twitter Bob Seska underscore go, Patreon, BobSeskaShow.com, Spoutable Bob Seska. And that guy sitting right over there. Buzz Burbank with the news.
4: Yeah. Watch it, kid. You said
0: it all.
4: Good day. Don't Hi. Don't, don't make me turn this monologue around. <laughs> uh, uh, he, of course, is Bob. Mm-hmm. I am Buzz, and on second thought, we'll take the plea bargain. <laughs> Timely. Didn't know. Uh, hey, hey, here's how you know autumn's here. Yeah. Uh, Trump's gag orders now come in pumpkin spice. <laughs> <laughs> Yummy. Mm, uh, yes. Orange, orange, and yellow. Of course, used to mean autumn leaves. Mm-hmm. Now it just means Trump's on TV again. <laughs> Uh, Halloween, Halloween is a week from today Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of couples this year going as Barbie and Ken Uh, Two words about the guys going as Ken No balls (laughs) I've looked, you've looked I know you have have. Uh, Michigan State University Oh man, Michigan State University is apologizing after a picture of Adolf Hitler appeared on its video scoreboard Mm. Saturday (laughs) Now besides the horrible timing the scoreboard showed Hitler leading at the half. <laughs> uh, astronomers this week uh, discovered a radio signal from space that went out 8 billion years ago. Hmm. They're still trying to decode it, but it appears to be something about a car warranty. <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> and, and did you see this? Did you see Jim Jordan actually wearing a sport coat? Yeah. He, he was trying to act all grown up, you know, when he hilariously ran for speaker last week. Mm-hmm. And, and now that Jordan's out of the running, he can go back to jacketing off.
2: More <laughs>
4: the just, show, Happiness is a jail,
1: trunk
3: Yeah. A jail
2: jail, a jail jail yeah. There it is. Rock it is. Rocking wow. on mic. Yeah, it's wow. a classic. I haven't played that you one did. ever, I don't think. Yeah.
4: You know what's great about that is he put everything into that. I really like. I really yes, like. I liked the. That was genuine emotion, ladies and gentlemen, behind that. by that singing, that was
2: great. Yeah, he faked you out there, didn't he?
4: Yeah. Well, you know, but you no, know, it's never on a great song like that. And we have. It's never too soon to start applauding. You see it. At, no, you see it. At, you see it at concerts and the, all the time. That's so right. People start applauding before the song's over because they're just so happy with what they're hearing.
2: Yes. So we're in a great mood today because. Jenna Ellis flipped. This council has no hesitation in proclaiming you all guilty. 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 Uh, I'm happy, Buzz, because it happened before the show today.
4: Exactly. Well, they're flipping like pancakes now, Bob. I mean, we're up to four. (laughs) She's the fourth of the Trump 19 uh, to agree to testify against all of those who have still not flipped yes. you know those who still who still pleading not guilty yeah uh but yeah it changed from not guilty to guilty and uh in exchange for uh, not going to prison uh, to testify against uh, others in the conspiracy this is how a racketeering prosecution works and this is how you work your way up to the top guy and mm-hmm. at this rate we're moving at a pretty good clip now this thing yeah. has really picked up steam uh like i said four down and and uh, what eight 15, no, what, I'm not good at math. Fifteen to go? <laughs> yeah. yeah. There we go.
2: Yeah, we've got four down. Where's the, uh, I posted this just a second ago, and, and here, here I am fully prepared for the show. Yeah, Sidney Powell flipped. Jenna Ellis flipped. Ken Cheesebro flipped. We had that story on the Friday after party. Scott right. Hall flipped. So if yes. you're imagining that Brady Bunch grid of all those mug shots, that leaves Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> yes. That leaves Kathy Latham. She was involved in the Coffee County infiltration, which is hilarious to me. Ray Smith has not flipped yet, and, of course, John Eastman has not flipped yet. So four to go, and then, of course, you got Donald Trump in the Ann B. Davis Center Square.
4: (laughs) Right. What really surprises me, and and maybe I should place a bet uh, that Rudy Giuliani will be the next to flip, because uh, Jenna Ellis and Sidney Powell and Rudy Giuliani were kind of a package deal. We frequently heard their three names together in context more than any other three names in Trump world. And so it would be surprising to me uh, for Rudy and Rudy's lawyers to look around and say Jenna has flipped, yeah, uh, Jenna Ellis has flipped, uh, Sydney has flipped, Sydney Powell has flipped. Uh, maybe, maybe we ought to think about it too. Otherwise, because they're both going to point to Rudy yeah. more and more. Uh, all of these, uh, all but one of these, uh, uh, a lot of the people flipping so far are are in a position to really hurt Giuliani. Yeah. So uh, in my view, he's the next one who needs to bail. Hmm. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, Eastman and Trump will be last. I think it'll be Eastman uh, before. I, and I don't even know if Eastman will ultimately flip because this prosecution is really, I think, going to be mostly about Eastman and Trump.
2: Yeah. And I think one of my favorite things that connects Rudy Giuliani and Jenna Ellis is, of course, Rudy farting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We have oh, that great yeah. tape of Rudy farting in the presence of Jenna Ellis. And she kind of. Had that uh, look on her face, face. yeah, as though though a bug flew up her nose or something like that. And so, well, uh, you know, who knew a corpse had flatulence? (laughs) Uh. (laughs) That's right. And I wonder if Donald Trump were to flip, what Uh. would his excuse be? Like, what would he say to his people about why he's confessing to lying about the results of the 2020 election? That'll be fascinating if it actually happens.
4: I misspoke on that I mean Trump can obviously never flip because he's the ultimate target he's right the, right he's he's the center of the bullseye so well uh, I'm saying the, in terms
2: we, of pleading we, guilty yeah
4: yeah yeah oh well yeah but but I mean in exchange for what? I mean, there's no there's no upside to him pleading guilty yeah. because there's nothing he can get out of such a deal. Right. Uh, or very little, I should say, that he can get out of such a deal. Whereas the others have information to trade. And, yeah. and like you said, what's he going to do? Explain how he did it? I don't even know that he understands how he did it.
2: Okay, do you want to savor some schadenfreude? Do you want to have oh, some?
4: Always. Well, I think we're off to an excellent start. But yes, by all means. Yeah,
2: Well, because I've got Jenna Ellis' statement in court as she's pleading guilty and hang on I've got to get the music here oh there we go alright have to have proper musical accompaniment for this here we go
1: thank you your honor for the opportunity to address the court as an attorney who is also a Christian I take my responsibilities as a lawyer very seriously And I endeavored to be a person of sound moral and ethical character in all of my dealings in the wake of the 2020 presidential election. I believed that challenging the results on behalf of President Trump should be pursued in a just and legal way I endeavored to represent my client to the best of my ability. I relied on others, including lawyers with many more years of experience than I, to provide me with true and reliable information, Mm. especially since my role involved speaking to the media and to legislators in various states. What I did not do, but should have done, Your Honor, was to make sure that the facts the other lawyers alleged to be true were, in fact, true. In the frenetic pace of attempting to raise challenges to the election in several states, including Georgia, I failed to do my due diligence. I believe in and I value election integrity. Mm-hmm. If I knew then what I know now, I would have declined to represent Donald Trump in these post-election challenges. I look back on this whole experience with deep remorse. For those failures of mine, Your Honor, I have taken responsibility already before the Colorado bar who censured me, and I now take responsibility before this court and apologize to the people. <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs> well, okay, okay.
4: Yeah. I, you know, I... Uh, I I, I I understand the laughter. I certainly understand the pleasure i too take great pleasure in this yeah i'm not laughing and i'll tell you why okay i'm not laughing because this is the moment i've been waiting for yeah now i it, it must be pointed out here that under georgia law uh in order to m- agree to this plea deal part of the plea deal i should say is an apology to the people of georgia yeah and uh the previous uh defendants who flipped uh you know hall and and the others uh city they, bell they've yeah. They've they've all been required to submit uh, apologies written or or delivered orally as this one was, Uh which is now, of course, part of the court record. But it's this is the realization we've been trying to beat into Trump supporters for eight years. And what we just heard was we've succeeded. Yeah. And so I understand the joy and I'm not criticizing anybody who would laugh at that because i understand the joy associated with it but for me it's a satisfaction of justice Mm -hmm. it's this is what we have been working so hard for for eight years she's finally admitted tearfully that she was wrong that she was sloppy that she embraced the wrong people and the wrong ideas mm-hmm. uh I, I i think in jenna's case i think she was sincere uh, i understand sydney powell's uh, uh, apology was quite curt and uh not as apologetic as it should have been <laughs> yeah. so we didn't we didn't win in this case in the case of jenna ellis i think we won I think we i think right prevailed here, yeah, and so i'm I'm heartened by this i'm I'm joyful in a non-hilarious way uh, that that this wonderful moment that we've waited for and worked for has finally arrived.
2: You know what? I question the veracity of her statement that this was all about receiving advice from other people about the results from other lawyers, which she's talking about Rudy Giuliani and Sidney Powell. But the thing is, I don't know, because she was right there. She was involved with all of this. I I think she was one of the architects of creating these. Lies. Not she, that these were foisted on her and she didn't do her due diligence. I think she was involved in manufacturing the well, big lie. I, I,
4: I don't know. I think she helped because she believed what she was hearing. But what I heard here was someone who was saying, mm. I'm sorry I went to work for Donald Trump. That's what I want to hear.
2: Well, the thing is, I have a hard time giving any of these people the benefit of the I doubt. Understand. So I, I feel understand. as though, yeah, yeah, well, if,
4: and yeah, she's yeah I'm getting off scot-free.
2: Sure, you know? sure. And I assume automatically that anything out of their mouths is some version of a lie.
4: Well, yeah, the part where she tries to pass the blame off on others—that's yeah. well, bad. But if you go to the very beginning of her statement and the very end of her statement, though, she said some very important things that tells me our side won. Yeah, but right one over wrong, uh, even though she's—and and I think it's human nature to try to shift the blame off onto others, and, and she did a lot of that during the middle of her statement. But if you look at each end of her statement, the opening and the closing— I see someone who's genuinely sorry that she went down that path, and she came right out and said that she was sorry she went to work for Donald Trump.
2: He, as she should be. I mean, that's
4: the moment we've been waiting for.
2: Right, right. When are these assholes going to learn the lesson that you, the closer you get to Donald Trump, the more fucked you are? This is not a matter of cozy up to Donald Trump for protection, it's a matter of cozying up to Donald Trump. F- so that you will eventually be indicted, and I think that's the side of this they don't well, get. Yes, the and seats, a lot of times the yes. seats on Air Force One are really really comfortable. I get yes. that. Remember that excuse from yes. the uh, the what was the G Gordon or the gas? Yes, it was. In many series, yes. yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I hope the seats were comfortable enough for this humiliation. So, <laughs> good luck. Well, that's Canada what health.
4: it is. Yeah. Of course, it's for ego and for fame and and fortune. Yeah. For yeah. For, for wealth. Uh, that these people associate themselves with Trump because they bought into the lie that he was a wealthy, successful businessman. Yeah. And and like I said, it was wrong of her to go along with it. I'm sure she did contribute to the disinformation. uh, uh, But, uh, you know, and it's just wrong for her to blame anyone else. But what I heard that was right was she accepted responsibility Mm -hmm. and regretted ever going to work for Donald Trump. That's what I heard.
2: Yes, and I think... If Donald Trump were capable of human emotions, he would, at this point, he'd be regretting the fact that he refused to help pay her legal defense. Because remember, that was a thing Mm. where Jenna Ellis was going to him hat in hand saying, hey, can you help me out?
4: Then that thought will never occur to him now. He'll he'll probably say something to the effect that uh, Jenna Ellis was never my lawyer. Yes, exactly.
2: (laughs) Right. And along those lines, um, he's been saying the same thing about Sidney Powell. Right. That, oh, he, she was never my lawyer. This is ridiculous. I think he's posted something on Troth, Troth Central? Troth the...
3: Truth Central.
2: Yeah, where he was talking about that. And of course, it's been immediately debunked. He said on Troth Central, Sidney Powell's one of millions and millions of people who thought, and in ever increasing numbers still think correctly, that the 2020 presidential election was rigged and Stalin. With two L's for uh-huh. some reason that I can't yeah. grasp. Right. And our country is being absolutely destroyed because of it in all caps. Despite the fake news reports to the contrary and without even reaching out to ask the Trump campaign, Ms. Powell was not my attorney in all caps and never was. In fact, she would have been conflicted. So she was his attorney and she was also conflicted. She was so, his
4: attorney, and he said so. Do you have the. the, the yes, yes. The tape so I'm going to read the rest of this. Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, Ms. Powell did a valiant job of representing a very unfairly treated and governmentally abused General Mike Flynn, but to no avail. His prosecution, despite the facts, was ruthless. He was an innocent man, much like many other innocent people who are being persecuted by this now fascist government of ours. And I was honored to give him a full. Pardon. That, of course, is a bunch of fucking lies in there, because on November 14th, 2020, this is what Donald Trump tweeted. I look forward to Mayor Giuliani spearheading the legal effort to defend our right to free and fair elections. Rudy Giuliani, Joseph de Genova, Victoria Tensing, Sidney Powell, and Jenna nice. Ellis, a nice. truly great team, added to our wonderful other lawyers. And representatives. Other that ones. is, of course, a gigantic uh, admission to the fact that he right. lied right. just the other day. So,
4: so he said, and, and a reporter had a great question for him in New Hampshire yesterday. Yeah. He had said before that uh, these women, uh, Sidney Powell and Jen Ellis, were his yeah. attorneys. And then he turns around and says, no, uh, Sidney was not one of my attorneys. And uh, then a reporter said, well, does that mean uh, you're you're waiving attorney-client privilege if if she wasn't your attorney she can say anything she wants about you is that what you're saying so it's a very clever question from a reporter in new hampshire yesterday and this this is the legal situation that trump has now put himself in Mm -hmm. he just keeps digging deeper and deeper and deeper because he's madly
2: insane (laughs) yes he is okay so meantime rudy giuliani (laughs) i've got a clip here of him at the time introducing uh Sydney Powell as one of the attorneys for the Trump campaign. So let's listen to Rudy. This is back in uh, November of 2020.
3: Uh this is um, representative of our legal team. Our we're representing legal team. Uh, President Trump and we're representing the Trump campaign. Uh when I finish, uh Sydney Powell and then and then Jenna Ellis will follow me and we will present in brief the evidence that we've collected over the last we, I guess it
0: is two weeks.
3: There it is. All right. Rudy Giuliani introducing Jenna
2: Ellis and Cindy Powell as Donald Trump and the Trump campaign's lawyers. Mm-hmm. And they have been working very hard to come up with evidence in all of this, right. which is ma- right. basically to say they've been manufacturing bullshit.
4: So there's your witness in, in Rudy Giuliani. But most importantly, Trump himself admitted yep. that uh, Sidney Powell was his attorney, and now he says she isn't. And uh, as the reporter surmised, I guess that means uh, she can testify anything she wants about him.
2: By the way, while we're here talking about lawyers and Donald Trump... right. right. I cannot wait. I hope the courtroom sketches are ready by the time we finish recording this show. That would be wonderful. Because Michael Cohen and Donald Trump will be face-to-face in a New York City courtroom today. Says who? (laughs) Yes, I say it. The news says it. And
4: and and let let us remind people why that's especially important, not just because of the animosity that we all know exists between these two men, not just yeah. because of the obvious tension, but the fact that uh the judge in this case actually threatened to imprison Trump for being so animated in, in a previous court session of this in this very case. Yeah. This very judge threatened to throw Trump in jail because Trump was waving his arms and throwing his hands up in the air when <laughs> an account- when it, when, an, when an accountant was talking. Testifying against him, just a mere, just a mere accountant was testifying yeah. against Trump. Uh, it was last week, the week before, and Trump is waving his arms in the air and <laughs> and throwing his hands up and speaking loudly to his attorney. And the judge said, "No, no, stop! That we're not having this, or yeah. you're going to jail." Uh-huh. Uh, so imagine. The potential, uh, when you add the already known tension between Trump and Cohen uh, to the history that Trump has already established behaviorally in this Mm -hmm. court, and uh, so uh, you know, keep keep your radio, keep your transistor radios handy today because uh, there could be there could be breaking news on this.
2: I'm going to try to reenact a scene that hasn't happened yet in the New York City courtroom here, just just using sound clips that I have here. So here's what it's going to sound like today in court. Says who? (laughs) (laughs)
4: There it is. There you go. Very good. Very good.
2: That's our uh, (laughs) very accurate reenactment. (laughs) What's happening in court today? Can you tell this makes me happy? This makes me very, very happy. Donald Trump in distress. I love the concept that he was so peeved by what was being testified in the courtroom last week that the judge had to say, shut the fuck up. He had to say, zip it. Zip it. Right. Zippy long n- stocking. You want to suck now, out my zipple?
4: N- now imagine what it'll be like with Michael Cohen testifying. <laughs>
2: Yeah, we wish, we
4: desperately wish there were cameras in the courtroom to televise this today. See,
2: here's the thing. Here's the psychology that I love so much about uh, covering Donald Trump, uh, analyzing where his head might be. And by the way, I've got to do this. Otherwise, I'm going to jump off the building. I am going to jump right out of this window and land on my head in the parking lot below if I don't find some form of joy in covering this monster. And one of the things I think about is not only is this guy a serial liar and everything that he says everything that oozes out of his gaping yapper is a fucking lie at the same time in his head somewhere there's that toxic positivity and every time he's confronted with contrary evidence evidence that contravenes that toxic positivity it scrambles whatever is left of his worm infested brain. And that's what he's gonna get a heaping dose of today as well as just the other day when he was freaking out. So I love that. I love that when he's confronted by the truth and there is nothing he can do about it. He cannot get up and storm off. He cannot interrupt. He cannot spew more lies talking over whoever is testifying. So as Michael Cohen is going and going and going, a lot of the same information that we heard about during his uh, congressional testimony, Donald Trump's going to have to sit there on his little teeny tiny stubby fingers and just take it. And he's not going to be able to say a fucking thing, and that makes me so happy. Just scrambling his brain.
4: This you will, you know. You you may have heard me, and uh, many of you listening may may think that I was displaying weakness when I when I showed some mercy on Jenna Ellis a moment ago. (laughs) I I I know that really pisses some of you off, and I'm sorry for that. But I but I I I meant what I said about what she said at the top and bottom, and I feel differently about her. There is nothing that would make me feel humanity or make me feel badly. Uh, that could happen to Donald Trump. Yeah. Uh, here's, a, I mean, uh, he, he's pushed a fellow uh, military school student or tried to push a fellow military school student out a window. Yeah. He threw a rock at a baby when he was a kid. Uh, a this monster. guy is 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 Satan incarnate. And uh, so I, you will not hear me express any form of sympathy or humanity uh, for whatever may happen to him. I, I just, uh, we're finally starting to, and I think we've g- gotten... Uh, uh, we we've lost our skill to some degree at 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 seeing a victory when we when we have it. Yeah, and yeah. when when a when a Trump crony like Jen Ellis says, "I'm sorry, I went into business with this guy," that's isn't that everything we've been wanting for mm-hmm. the last eight years? I mean, I, this is this is a victory for us. Celebrate and embrace that. Uh, but yeah, uh, there's no question. Yeah, back to topic that uh, Don, Donald Trump is 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 insane and his. Yeah. A p- appearance, I don't know if you're doing it now or later, but his appearance in Derry, uh, New Hampshire over the oh, weekend. Oh, yes. Uh, We're going to talk about that a bit, yeah proves his insanity.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know what? There's nothing wrong with your reaction. You, you did nothing wrong there. There's no need for explanation. There's different kinds of reactions to this kind of news. And to put it in nerd terms, my Star mm-hmm. Wars nerd terms, right. your, your reaction is like Admiral Ackbar at the end of Return of the Jedi when the okay. second Death Star finally explodes. Thank he kind you. of lets out this sigh and kind of slumps back in his chair in satisfaction at the victory. I'm like Han Solo, just screaming screaming Yahoo at the top of my voice and celebra- <laughs> celebrating in that way. And right. both reactions are correct reactions. We're, we're
4: both valued members of the Federation. So.
2: <laughs> exactly right. Well, that's a different thing, but okay. Yes.
4: <laughs> of the, Whatever it is. Yes, precisely. Yeah, that's, that's, that's not my universe. I'm a Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Star Trek guy.
2: So uh, place your bets. Who is going to flip next? Who is going okay. to plead guilty next? I know you were uh, kind of Giuliani. putting some money on Giuliani. Yeah. The news of these people flipping Mm -hmm. has to have made him just shit through all of the diapers. Like, there's got to yeah. be, like, a supply chain shortage of diapers in Florida right now.
4: NASA NASA has not yet developed a material that will contain it.
2: <laughs> that's exactly right. Certainly not containing any of the ketchup that's flying around Mar-a-Lago. Well, he's not at Mar-a-Lago. He's up in the court today. So maybe he brought some extra ketchup with him. Oh, sure. Maybe his legal—maybe Chris Kice has a— stop, uh,
4: stop by the cafeteria to pick up some of those packets. Yeah.
2: <laughs> That'd be funny. Like, he's got to use substitute single-serving packets of ketchup when he's on the road. (laughs) Well, okay, so we've got lots more to talk about uh, here Mm -hmm. on today's show. Lots of things happening, lots of moving parts. we got to talk about the latest in the chaos in the House of Representatives and what that means and where it's going and what's happening. Uh, Donald Trump is asserting himself on that front, too, plus... Speaking of him, you mentioned his appearance in New Hampshire where he went up to file to get on the ballot. Once again, showing off the piece of paper that he put his ridiculous EKG signature on.
4: we we got to spend some time on that. I just want to address you, the listener, if I may. Okay. You you came on a good day.
2: (laughs) Yes, I would say so. (laughs) Lots of shit going on. We've got some more tiny Trump clips from New Hampshire therefore, plus uh, uh, the latest from Israel and, of course, um, some news on the Elon Musk Twitter front. And by the way, I might as well promote this now. On the Shadow Docket program, I I don't know why I call it a program, it's a show, whatever. (laughs) I'm fine with it. Yeah, on the program, on the Shadow Docket show, uh, on our Patreon page, I've got some big social media news for me. And is it well, you know what, I say big, uh, that's relative, but- it's This is something... Will, will, yeah, will, it, will,
4: will, it, will it will it strike us as good news?
2: It will strike you as interesting news. I don't know if it's okay, good well, news. Okay, interesting It's good. It's something that I've made a decision about. I and see, okay,
4: and okay, well, so I'm eager to hear. I'm going r- to... I yeah. tend to follow your lead on some of this stuff, so I'm eager to hear.
2: Yes, I will reveal the results of that decision on the shadow docket, uh, plus uh, a whole In lot a more. on, the yeah. results of that trial. <laughs> yes, indeed. patreoncom slash Show. If you're not signed up already, please go and do that. It's five dollars a month to get the shadow docket. You get two shadow docket[s] every week after the Tuesday show and after the Thursday show. It's all the stuff we didn't get to during the free portion of the show. So join us over there. And by the way, the chat room is hopping. I have to say that because in the uh, new Patreon app, they just released a new version of the app. Mm -hmm. There is now a chat room, and we've all been checking in every morning with like, happy Tuesday, happy Monday, and then we all talk about what's going on in the news and so on. I'll have to stop by. Yeah, so the community is growing and growing and growing. You just need to get that Patreon app installed. But first you have to subscribe, and then you can get the app, so there you go. Mm -hmm. All right, lots more show coming up right after these words.
1: Bob Seska.
2: Been waiting for you, and I'm pretending, and that's all I can do. The love of sending ain't making it through
3: to your heart. You've been hiding, never
2: letting it show. Oh, yeah, this is a great cover. This is a, a group called Fire, Firefall. I almost said firewall but it's called Firefall. That's the name of the project and uh, they just released a whole album of cover songs including this one from Heart. Yeah, I love it. What about love? Don't you want someone to care about? <laughs> oh, really fun. outstanding. Yeah. La- link in the description of course to uh, download this song and hell get the whole album.
4: Well done. I mean, yeah. it's, its approach is original, and yet it really captures the power feel of that time.
2: Yeah, yeah. One of the trippiest things to ever happen to me on social media, speaking of social media, is when Ann Wilson started following me on Twitter. I was like, how did this, what happened? How did that, how did that connection get made? That's, that's kind of amazing. And uh, by the way, every time I mention Ann Wilson, I always have to endorse the video of Heart performing uh, Stairway to Heaven. Oh, really? Yeah, at the Kennedy Center. David Letterman was there. It was during, um, I think, the Kennedy Center Honors, and they were honoring Led Zeppelin and David Letterman and... Barack Obama and Michelle Obama were there, of course, because they were uh, in the White House at the time. And it is one of the greatest live performances of a song you will ever hear. And you say, oh yeah, Bob, come on, with Stairway to Heaven's a bunch of bullshit. Heard that song a gazillion times. Well, if you've never heard this version of that song, you haven't heard it yet because it is hmm. just mind-blowingly good. It gets better I can't, and better. I can't, yeah.
4: I can't wait to hear it. Have you heard Dolly Parton's uh, recording of Stairway to Heaven? I have not. It's it's very touching. and It's a very interesting approach. Uh, wow. I, I liked I liked it a lot. I, yeah. I have a lot of respect for her, and uh, I thought she gave it an incredible treatment. Now I'll go listen to Hart's version.
2: It is absolutely breathtaking. I cannot tell you how good it is. They got Jason Bonham on drums. John Bottom's son playing drums on the track, and it starts out small and just explodes. Right. It just yeah, gets bigger and bigger. Yes. Yeah. Incredible. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it's link in cool. the description of bobsuska.com to uh, support Firefall. Okay. So getting back into things here today, the House has entered its third week without oh, no. a speaker after Republicans dropped Jim Jordan <laughs> as their nominee while nine other republicans have lined up for the speakership
4: uh, we're we're down to 8 today yeah. uh, one dro- one dropped out yesterday yep uh but yeah still uh, all but two of the remaining 8 two? Uh, didn't didn't yeah didn't <laughs> vote to certify the 2020 election did yeah. not vote to certify Joe Biden as president and the fact that we would consider any of those six individuals to be a heartbeat away from the presidency yeah. Uh, to be in line for the presidency is frightening to say the least. I am going to stick to what I said, if I may, a, couple, a week or two ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, I don't see this ending any other way except in a very good way uh, with a uh, bipartisan or, or at least coalition management of the House. Yeah. It's got to be because uh, even Republicans have been quoted as saying uh, among these eight remaining guys— Uh, We're not going to pick one of them by Friday.
2: Right. Right, right.
4: None of them. will. None of them. None of these eight candidates, potential candidates, uh, one of whom to be decided today as the nominee, uh, they'll tick through them one by one. And by the time we get to the end of the week none of them will be Speaker of the House. So once we get to that level of failure, that that sub-basement level of failure for Republicans, (laughs) once we get there, then uh, they're going to have very little choice except to make a deal with Democrats, the Mm -hmm. very thing that got Jim Jordan fired.
2: Tom Emmer is the front-runner right now? Is that He
4: is, and he is not an election denier and has criticized Trump, although he has been kissing Trump's ass over the past couple of days, Mm -hmm. to try to win over the ultra-conservative crazies so that they can finally elect a speaker. I don't think it's going to work. The ultra-right crazies are not buying his alleged love for Trump.
2: Yes, and so Donald Trump is already weighing in on that by circulating opposition research about Tom Mm -hmm. Emmer.
4: A 216-page book of oppo research on Tom Emmer. Yeah. So there's, where's one down, seven to go.
2: Exactly. And further uh, chaos added to all of this. Patrick McHenry, teeny tiny Patrick McHenry, mm-hmm. threatened to quit if his yes, Republican yeah. colleagues tried to move bills to the floor without an explicit vote to expand his powers as interim speaker.
4: That's how bad it's gotten.
2: And yeah. never mind the death threats.
4: Right. Uh, and, and this, uh, ladies and gentlemen, is the, is the uh, result of uh, Donald Trump. Uh, Trump's intimidations and threats and inspiration for others to do the same have given rise to this MAGA cult that uh, where making threats, making death threats is okay. And uh, there was a, a Colorado congressman who was evicted from his Colorado office by the landlord who was mad at him for voting against Jim Jordan. Mm -hmm. That's how bad it's gotten. Others got death threats. Their families got death threats. This party is a mess, and any party, and repeat this as often as you can, any party that cannot govern itself cannot govern us.
2: Yeah. The, The great irony of this, too, is I have this weird, and this is a little bit of my pessimistic side on an overall optimistic kind of show day, Okay. I feel as though um, this strategy to make it seem as though government and therefore democracy is badly dysfunctional, right. trying to turn people away from supporting the notion of you know, our constitutional republic right now, it's so frustrating because all at once, this is the intention to make people feel this way, and at the same time, people will not punish the Republicans for this. What, Won't they? Well, they, they might. If they, I, if I hope hand, they do. If, if, and if we handle
4: it right, if we do our part, yeah. I think they will.
2: Well, I think writ large they will. But I mm-hmm. think there will be people who will punish the democrats because of what the republicans are doing because they're not getting the word about why this is happening or what's going on. They just say okay well we're going to get rid of democracy. Why? Well because our guys are acting like jackasses. That's
4: this is the what you the kind of a concern that you're expressing now is a concern that I've felt for a long time and yeah. I totally understand it. And I totally get it. Yeah. And I still have that concern on certain aspects of the crisis right. that we're still going through. But this the situation the more Republicans screw this up, the more confident I am mm-hmm. that good things are going to come, not yes. only politically, Bob, but uh, democratically, and with a small deed democratically. Yeah, uh, I, I think what can come out of this House chaos, once the Republicans have completely crashed and burned, is not only will they be seen clearly as a failed political party, really too, more on that in a moment, yeah. but not only will they be seen as a failed political party, but we're going to have to be, we're going to be forced into forming a coalition in the house yeah. uh, that will benefit the, the democracy this democratic republic in the long term mm-hmm. so there are two good things governmentally and uh, small d democratically uh, there's that aspect that can come out of this yeah. and then there's the political win for us that the the republicans are failed we've got them down we need to i uh, I hate to speak in these terms but we need to kick them while they're down oh yes the, absolutely republic, republicans are down now and we need to not let up on that say it and say it say it loud and say it often if they cannot govern themselves, they cannot govern us, yeah. and and don't let this incident fade from memory. Uh, we're 25 days away now from a government shutdown, and uh, this is the the party that's driving that. Yep. Uh, because they don't. We don't even have the House of Representatives is closed. It isn't even open our one-third, one one part of our legislative branch of government is down, out of service, closed for Mm -hmm. business for now. And uh, that's on the Republicans, and it's got to be kept pinned on the Republicans. And that makes me, while you worry that people won't get the message, I I am excited that I think they finally are.
2: Oh, yeah. I I do think that, by and large, as far as a voting bloc goes, people will line up to punish the Republicans as a consequence of this. I wish it was closer to the election. I wish is all always, happening always. in closer proximity because of everyone's short-term right. memories here. In that's this why
4: That's why we must not let up.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. We need to keep this going and use this gift that we've been given mm-hmm. of Republicans mm-hmm. in disarray and to keep reminding people, keep reminding voters of what's going on and what they're doing and how they're intentionally disabling what be, one half of one third of the federal government. In that respect, I do feel as though this is going to be an overall benefit. I always scratch my head at the outliers who are like, yes, those Republicans in disarray. Let's vote for more Republicans. What? <laughs> you know what I mean? There are, right. there are people who, will, who, who well, will think that way, and it's weird. It's a weird okay, dynamic.
4: Well- well, let's talk about that. And yeah. and those are, those people are MAGA. Those people are mm-hmm. Trump supporters. The people you just described, or low and,
2: information uh, voters, low information well, voters. Y- yeah. Well,
4: what's the difference? Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But but uh, Danielle Allen is a contributing columnist for the Washington Post, and she wrote this morning something that I agree with uh, wholeheartedly. Yeah. She said there there are not two parties in the House of Representatives.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: There are three. Mm-hmm. There's the Freedom Caucus party. Yeah. The old Republican party. And the Democrats. Yep. And of these three parties, she wrote, the Democrats are the majority. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We all need to admit that uh, uh, they—Jim Jordan can't claim to be a member of the same party as Tom Emmer. They're in different parties. Yeah, they are. Tom Tom Emmer is a GOP—is an old Republican— uh, Jordan is a Freedom Caucus party member. They belonged to two different parties. We need to all admit that. Jordan needs to admit it. Emmer needs to admit it. And Hakeem Jeffries needs to admit it. Mm-hmm. And you and I and everybody listening needs to admit it. There are three parties in Congress, and the Democrats are in the majority. They cannot get out of this without our help. Yeah. This makes me optimistic, mm-hmm. small d democratically.
2: Yes, and I hope at some point soon, though, those two Republican parties, those separate Republican mm-hmm, parties mm-hmm. actually separate. Like yes. right now it's, it's yes. more of a hypothetical construct. But at the same time, I hope that that turns into some sort of split, some sort of schism yes, in the Republican yes, Party.
4: please. The Whig Party, please.
2: Yes, yes. That creates two separate and distinct parties, because what that means is that means Democrats win and win and win in an ongoing way. Maybe there are uh, you know, districts where that can't happen just because of the demographics of the district. But by and large, that would mean victories for Democrats into the foreseeable future and right. nothing. Nothing could be better news for democracy than Absolutely. more and more Democrats winning.
4: That's why that's why I say it's also a political it's a political win and it's a Democratic win. It's yeah. two candy, two candies in one.
2: You know, I wonder sometimes whether uh, I, I wonder this a lot, like who's listening to this show? Mm -hmm. I wonder if there's anyone important, any important decision makers, legislators, perhaps, who listen to this podcast.
4: Or anyone listening who's connected to someone who's in a position.
2: Exactly. So (laughs) I wonder if this guy, uh, Steve Womack, a Republican from Arkansas, was listening to this show when he said this. And he's talking about the Republicans in disarray. Sometimes we can be slow learners. Oh, yeah, that's a real understatement. It is kind of ironic that we're doing this interview in the shadows of the Will Rogers statue from Oklahoma, right behind me, Womack said, inside the Capitol building. Mm-hmm. And you remember what Will said about his, this whole business of learning. People learn by reading, people can learn by observation. Sometimes people learn by just peeing on the electric fence for themselves. And <laughs> as we all know, don't be the electric fence. <laughs> So yes, he's crediting Will Rogers for that, but you know, we've been saying it a lot lately, including this jingle have, from the Ren and well, Stimpy show. Don't
1: we <laughs> the
4: now, now we know where Ren, Ren and Stimpy clearly big fans of Will Rogers.
2: That's right. So what a weird nexus of people.
4: Yes. Will Rogers. Yes, Went From <laughs> Will Rogers to Ren and, Ren and Stimpy to us and this Oklahoma Republican. To
2: us. Yes. Exactly. Don't we Weird connection, so update your scorecard. Quoting President Biden, don't. The six degrees of the Bob Seska show. (laughs) Connecting us to Will Rogers and Ren and Stimpy. Okay, and Steve Womack from Arkansas. At least he's recognized. Some of these guys understand how stupid and silly they look right now. Yes,
4: they do. there are there are, there are sane Republicans, and I say that with the asterisk that they uh, uh, believe in policies that we want to strangle them for. Mm-hmm. But those were the good old days. You know, that's we <laughs> yeah. we we want to go back to wanting to strangle them for their uh, political views, for their policy ideas, not because they think the sky is green. I'm tired of fighting the sky is green people. Yeah, I know. I'm, I want to go back to fighting uh, guys like this. The old Republicans. We want our old Republicans back. Uh, At least we can have a sane democracy when that happens. I I really think we should push this division. I think anything we can do to uh, and and I think actually the Republicans are doing it themselves. I Mm. think moderates in the Republican Party, uh, the sane people in the Republican Party, whether we disagree with them or not, uh, uh, they are more likely to divorce themselves. From the uh, crazy caucus and the crazy caucus is is very likely to divorce itself from the moderates. Yeah, they uh, they are. I think they are headed uh, to become two political parties in the meantime, from a practical standpoint, to get the House of Representatives running again, to keep the government open, to provide aid to Israel and Ukraine uh, and to uh, combat climate change, which will kill us all. Uh, we have got to uh, uh, develop a coalition in the House and uh, the Republicans are apparently going to have to fail and fail and fail and fail again before they come to that realization. But I believe they will come to it.
2: What has to happen is the Republican Party, as we know it, has to die. And and you know what? The thing is, we don't have to do a lot to make that happen. They're doing just yeah. fine themselves. You know what I mean? But it
4: is—it is on us to cash in on it because yeah. there's still uh, millions of deluded people in this country yeah, yeah. who are still voting Republican.
2: Okay, if you're hankering for some more uh, Tiny Trump, we've got some more Tiny Trump here coming up in in just a second. He uh, escaped his cigar box and made his way to New Hampshire somehow and said lots of stupid, stupid things. We're going to talk about that and a whole lot more before we wrap up the Big Tuesday show
3: right after these words. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. Saska
0: plays more music. I'm tired of being what you want me to be. Feeling so faithless, lost under the surface. I know what you're expecting of me but under the pressure I'm walking in your shoes
2: I think you know who oh. this is this is oh uh my God. yeah this is Lonnie Paul is
4: Oh, Lonnie
2: yeah Lonnie Jody's husband Oh man yeah covering Lincoln I, Park I yeah. I got to I
4: I love this song Yeah. I got to tell you I love and and I love Lonnie this is great crank yeah. it Oh
2: it's so great
5: yeah
4: Wow. uh, And if I don't know, there's not a chance in hell Lonnie's listening, but if he is, thank (laughs) you. Thank you, Lonnie, for the birthday greeting. I was really excited to get a birthday greeting from Lonnie earlier this month. Oh, that's so cool. And and now here he is doing one of my favorite songs and doing a bitching job of it.
2: Yeah, he's incredible. Wow. Yeah, just an incredible musician, producer, engineer. I got to have that recording, I got to have that that file. I gotta have his one of his cars. He's got the best car. He's got this I whole know, vintage okay? car collection that's amazing.
4: I, I want to. I want him to get
2: the Chitty Chitty Bang Bang car. <laughs> that's right. I'm hoping for the ZZ Top car. That's <laughs> yes, one of my favorite music cars. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so uh, let's wow. see. Yeah, all that Ooh. talk of whizzing on the electric fence, I had to actually mm-hmm. take a uh, whiz break in the middle of the uh, commercial break this time. Careful. Careful so, what
4: you talk about. So yeah.
2: seldom happens. Yes. And you uh, observed something. We we're talking about whizzing on the electric fence and how maybe uh-huh. Steve Womack got that from us, maybe. But you had another observation this time about Keith Olbermann. What did Olbermann yeah, I, say? I,
4: I did on this morning show. I'm sorry to do this. I don't want you to think that, you know, and I, I do form my own opinions. I do my own research. I yeah. find my own stories. But I also listen to Keith. Yeah, and like I course. said before, I take him with a grain of salt. Yeah. But I was very proud and tickled. You know, Bob was just talking about uh, wh- whizzing or peeing on the electric fence and Will Rogers <laughs> and the Arkansas lawmaker and all that. Yeah. Uh, Keith Olbermann's first line this morning was, Trump's cheese slid completely off his cracker. Yesterday. Wow.
2: Hey, now, I've heard now, that
4: before. Where where have we heard that phrase before? <laughs> well, right yeah. here from Bob Seska on the Bob Seska show. Mm-hmm. And uh, so there's another example of I either I, I guess it's it's either great minds think alike or someone's been stealing from us.
2: That's right. Shut the hell up. Thank you, Keith. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, you know, look, I mean, we're having a little fun here, obviously. Yes. I, I don't yeah. I don't think Keith Olbermann is monitoring we, this podcast. And,
4: and we don't have the delusions of grandeur that Trump no. does in thinking that he's Nelson Mandela. But yeah, yeah.
2: Well, that was the whole thing that I've observed with Donald Trump for years and years now. It was even going back to before he was running for president. It, right. that he's got this thing that I think he picked up from Howard Stern, where Howard one of Howard Stern's big bits, and those of you who listen to him for any length of time know this about it. Maybe not so much recently, but back in the day, he used to be all about taking credit for everything that would happen in pop culture.
4: <laughs> right, I, inv- I invented,
2: I invented that. yeah, I invented uh, all this radio yeah. that you're hearing. This is all an invention of me, and I was the first one to do it. I created that. It's like, and I think uh, Trump picked that up from being associated with Howard Stern to an exciter where he was on the show and I think he would listen occasionally and and that's where he may have gotten it I believe yeah. there's yeah. a connection a- there. Howard
4: a- Howard never realized that great minds think a lie yeah. I, I used to write uh, monologue type jokes for disc jockeys I would I yeah. was on this DJ network and I would write jokes that would be used over the lips of records by <laughs> DJs across the country yeah and and uh, they I got a lot of praise from the guys uh, the other DJs and they said well you know then I turned around and and uh, Leno did that joke that night or Letterman did that joke that night Uh and so I was helping these DJs beat the late night hosts by you know 18 hours or or whatever the gap is between morning drive radio and late night TV yeah and 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 so I I was doing a bit of that and what would and it wasn't that the late night shows were stealing the jokes when they turned around and did the same joke it's just that we happen to think of the same thing and Howard never uh Howard and other DJs never grasped the concept that. It is entirely possible that two people can have the same thought yes. without one of them having stolen it from the other. Yeah. You know? So it's a bit egotistical of you to think. And it reminds me, if I may, of a 1960s little radio series, very short series. Its only purpose was to sell radio ads. But it was like funny moments in history. And one of the recurring characters, of course, was uh, Benjamin Franklin, who could always be heard in the, in the background saying, I invented that. And uh, that was the, <laughs> sort of the, the running gag on that little radio series. So, you know, that that goes way back. Uh, Maybe Howard got it from Ben Franklin. Who knows?
2: Yes, uh, that could be. Uh, There have been other occasions when this has happened. I've seen this happen before, and I completely agree with you. We joke around about this, but probably coincidence. I mean, I didn't invent missing on the electric fence. That was from Ren and Stimpy. and will rogers apparently and then uh <laughs> cheese fl- slipping off your cracker i think i heard that somewhere so sure yeah. well hey, steal from the best steal the yeah.
4: you know we're all we're all uh, uh- you know, collections of things that we picked up over our lifetimes from yeah. all kinds of influences. Yeah. From our parents to our high school friend who said, don't listen to them. <laughs> you know, so we've had a lot of input and, and, and we become our own persons. Like when I was doing news, I had certain uh, anchor heroes uh, after whom I had modeled uh, some of my delivery and style and writing style.
1: Yeah.
4: Uh, it's okay to steal a little from here and a little from there, a little from column A and a little from column B uh, to, to, create in your own image, uh, you know, the kind of person you think you ought to be.
2: Okay. So moving along here uh, to Donald Trump in New Hampshire, we got to talk about a couple of these things because, again, this all fits into the uh, ongoing narrative of the impending fascism if Donald Trump becomes president again. And It's real. Yeah. And one of the things here is uh, Tiny Trump talking about, how uh, he wants to basically create a state-sanctioned religion, Mm -hmm. essentially saying that there is one religion in the United States and anyone who opposes that religion isn't allowed to be in the United States anymore. This is speaking directly to the uh, possible resurgence of his Muslim ban. If he gets elected again, he's promised to do that. Yes, he has. So here's Donald Trump talking about our religion. And we need to oppose anyone who dislikes our religion. And I will implement strong ideological <laughs> strong. screening of all immigrants. Oh, wait a second, there he, he he stumbled on ideological. Uh. And I will implement strong ideological screening <laughs> of all immigrants. If you hate America, if you want to abolish Israel, if you don't like our religion, which a lot of them don't, if you sympathize with jihadists,
1: then so we don't want you
2: in our country, and you are not getting in. Right? Uh-huh. A well, tiny audience. We don't want you. <laughs> Get out of here. You're fired. There's that bully they love. Yeah, yeah. There's that He's shock jock they love. Worked in, you're fired in there. because.
4: You know, <laughs> you know shock jocks, uh, the those I've known and those I've listened to, I don't think it was ever their intention to make it okay for everybody to behave like that. Yeah. Uh, and yet that's the effect they kind of ha- have had. Exactly. But, uh, going back to Trump here, uh, it says, I've said for years on this show, Trump don't, don't know nothing about nothing. Uh, <laughs> uh, he doesn't know apparently that the first amendment uh, says there's no state religion right. in this country. Right. Uh, I, I, you know, one of the first things I learned about our government in school was the Pilgrims came here to to have you know religious freedom? Yep. Uh, and 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 to separate religion from government, that there would be a separation of church and state, unlike what they had fled in England. Yes. Uh, and and so apparently he doesn't know the most basic elementary school educational things about the American government. In short, Trump don't know nothing about nothing.
2: Well, the concerning thing is, I don't like that religion. He's talking about Christianity. Right. <laughs> I'm right. not a I'm not a fan of Christianity. I don't know if you know that about me, Buzz, but I'm just not. I'm it, not a fan it, it of isn't. the organized religion. I, you know, uh, much like Fugel saying, I appreciate so much of what Jesus said, but uh, yes, the yes. the corporate uh, institutionalism of religion is not. Something I'm so. really no. into. so no, uh,
4: I, I think it's okay if you consider yourself spiritual, you don't have to be, you know you could appreciate a sunrise or the beauty of an ocean, but sure. You don't. Yeah. It, yeah, it doesn't mean you have to bind to the dogma
2: and you can see by my confession about Christian, which uh-huh. is not news, of course, everywhere, we I think many of us agree with the sentiment, but yes. you can see where this would eventually lead. It starts with a Muslim ban. Let's make sure the Muslims don't come in because, well, we're screaming, screeching racists. And then it becomes, well, what about the Muslims who are already here? Well, let's deport them. And then what about the people who just don't like Christianity, don't like the cut of its jib, And we're outspoken about it, as we have been, and our names are attached to a gigantic online Google paper trail of remarks along those lines. How soon until it becomes, well, we're going to deport them, too? Right. We're talking about actual American citizens in this process. So you can see the de-evolution of where this could eventually land.
4: I'm trying to figure out where Republicans are on Jews. Uh, on one yeah. hand, it's don't you dare bomb our Jews in Israel. yeah, and on the other hand, it's uh, let's go bomb the synagogue here in you in the u s yeah, uh, there's there's so much anti-Semitism as part of the Republican <laughs> Party now, while at the same time that party calls for the defense of Israel. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, there's, I'll admit I'm pretty dumb when it comes to these things. I'm not as well-informed as I ought to be, and maybe I ought to just shut up now. But but there seems to be a contradiction there, at least yeah. in, in my interpretation of things. Uh, I, I, you know, I... And, and it also strikes me that it seems to me, from what I've seen, between the anti-Semitism, and the Muslim hatred, that uh, they hate Muslims and Jews. Yes. Uh, and and Mexicans and brown people and women and gays and yeah, you know, they're painting. They've painted themselves into a deadly corner.
2: Yes, exactly. Well, Trump's allegiance is to Russia. Mm-hmm. Russia's allegiance is to Iran. Iran's allegiance is to Hamas. So Trump's got to kind of walk this tightrope between wanting to support whatever Vladimir Putin supports and wanting to support what the continuity of American foreign policy supports, which is support for the state of Israel. And so that's, uh, you know, look, obviously, we've been seeing lots of examples of why MAGA red hats have been acting indiscriminately bananas, Mm-hmm. Well, this could be one of the reasons. They're just getting such contradictory information. I thought right. we were with Hamas because I know, right? Ah, I don't know what's going on. Blah. Oh, f- fuck Joe Biden. He's old and he's you know conspiracies basically, and comic mean, ping pong and so on.
4: Basically, the platform is if you're not white and Christian, F you.
2: Yeah, and, right. And get right. out and yeah.
4: this is our country and God meant for us to have this country and push all you native savages out of here. Right. Uh, you know, that's uh, there's still that, that mentality. At mm-hmm. least Trump still has his friend Victor Orban in Turkey.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. Nicely done, Trump. Yeah, that's <laughs> we're going to talk about Joe Biden tripping over a sandbag. I hope they play sure. constant montages of Donald Trump perpetually short-circuiting like that.
4: This is my point, and I need to just shut up so you can get through these things now, but the <laughs> overall picture... The overall picture that's being painted here today Mm -hmm. is that Donald Trump is insane. And if you're worried about the old guy, worry far more about the mental state of this
2: guy. Yes. I mean, there was a, uh, what was it, an issue with water getting to Gaza? Joe Biden stepped in and said to Israel, you better allow these people to have drinking water flowing to Gaza. Otherwise,
4: Biden's been keeping Israel, you know, somewhat under control. Yeah, yeah. Which is,
2: again, that's one of the advantages of having a relationship with Israel and having American foreign policy remain consistent from administration to administration. That's one of the things that Donald Trump will never understand. And obviously by proxy, his supporters. But meantime, speaking of his supporters... Donald Trump actually told his sucker fanboys <laughs> not to vote. And you know what? Obviously, I'm cool with that, Buzz. I don't know about you, but I'm okay oh, yeah. with him not <laughs> voting. Re-
4: remember, Trump insane, Biden old. He yeah, thick. yeah. Here,
2: here's tiny Trump telling his supporters not to vote in the election. So we have to be careful. You got to get out there and you got to watch those voters. You don't have to vote. Don't worry about voting.
5: The voting, we got plenty of votes. You got to watch.
2: Don't worry about voting. We got plenty of votes.
4: Right. The the exact quote is, you don't have to vote. Don't worry about voting. The voting, we got plenty of votes. That's the exact quote. No. And you're worried about Biden's mental state? F you. That's your response to anybody who questions Biden's age or mental state. He says, Trump says, you don't have to worry about voting. We got plenty of votes. Yeah. And you think that's sane?
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah. I second your effing. F you. F you. Right. And Lindsey? F you. Thank you, Lindsey. Okay. Um, And finally, here, Trump said he was never indicted. All right. Never happened. This is an actual thing. He's trying to tell his people that, oh, indictments? Are you kidding me? That never happened. People have never even used the word indictment. I don't have a tape for this. I'm just saying. This is absolutely insane. Because,
4: yeah. The the exact quote is, this is all Biden stuff. I was never indicted. You practically never heard the word.
2: (laughs) That's right. Except in every single indicting document. Now, because, by the way, here's me. I went back and checked. I went Uh, back and looked and made screen grabs of when the word indictment was coming up in those documents. And posted them on threads. I posted them over on threads. Yeah, yeah. So And and like, duh, of course, he's been indicted. And of course, these documents say indictment, but here's me. I've got to go and prove it. I've got to actually get the receipts to make my point, which is- not hurt. Yeah, well, it's busy work. (laughs) It's busy work. Yeah. uh,
4: Keeps you off the streets, Bob.
2: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, you feel like you have to do these things because- it just devolves. You know how social media gets. You make a claim and then someone says, no way, man. I never saw the word indictment. And then you well, got to go and do it anyway. Yeah.
4: I think what we really learned on today's show is that you can't spell us without U-S.
2: Oh, my God. He said that too, didn't he? He did. Do you have that quote in front of you?
4: Uh, yes, somewhere I do. <laughs> he says, he Sorry. says, here's Trump. Quote, I'm for us. You know how you spell us, right? US. I just picked that up. Has anyone ever thought of that before? I'm reading, and it said "us." You know, when you think about it, "us" equals "U.S." If we think of something genius, they will never say it.
2: Oh my God!
4: He's fine. This is the guy. This is the guy you want to elect over Biden. Have I got that right. The guy who walks slowly. You have trouble with that, but you're fine with this. F you.
2: Yeah, exactly. Jesus. Thank you. I know, just, I know. Everybody, a- please,
4: everybody, you listening, please spread this, spread this knowledge.
2: Yes, it's just one of a gazillion examples of the same sort of horseshit happening. And then right on the heels of that, he says, yeah, people don't ever compliment me as being a great speaker. But I'm a great public speaker. <laughs> yeah, see, for example, he determined that the acronym US also spells the word US. See, the best words, best brain. He's got the biggest brain and the best words. Mm
4: -hmm. The other thing I I learned today is don't put away your notes just because you hear the closing music.
2: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for being uh, Johnny on the spot with that quote. Yeah. (laughs) Do appreciate it. Yeah.
4: My pleasure. Always.
2: All right. So we've got the big shadow docket coming up. And I mentioned a few things we were going to be talking about on the free show. Well, all that crap is going over into the shadow docket portion of the show. Trump said there weren't any terrorist attacks against Americans during his presidency. You think he was uh, lying, Buzz? I think he was li- yeah, lying. Yeah, yeah. we're going to debunk that. So that's going to come up on the uh, Shadow Docket show. Plus, uh, let's see what else. Oh, big social media news for me. I teased this earlier. We're going to be talking about that. Can't wait. I, I'm, I've i got the moving boxes uh, all s- stacked up here. And so, oh, yeah, yeah. Not, <laughs> not a physical move, but... This is going to be a big milestone in my social media life.
4: These are metaphorical boxes, not to be confused with the ones in Trump's bathroom.
2: <laughs> exactly. Plus, another Republican bombshell turns out to be nothing and a whole lot more. See you over there. Patreon.com slash Bob Susky Show. Bye-bye.
0: Don't waste on
2: electric Across California, school food professionals are using their skills to develop
4: recipes that incorporate fresher ingredients and in more scratch cooking. Learn how they're cooking up change
1: at schoolfoodpros.org. Grant provided by California Community College's Chancellor's Office.